a new president at Siena College. I'm Bob Cudmore. This is Talk of the Town on Magic 590 plus 100.5. Also heard in the North Country at 1410 and 96.9. Our guest is Chris Gibson, recently appointed to a five-year term, which begins in July, as president of Siena College in Loudonville, New York. Chris Gibson rose to the rank of colonel in the U.S. Army, served in the first Gulf War, in Kosovo and the Iraq War. He was awarded four bronze stars and a purple heart. He was elected to three terms in Congress, but opted not to run for a fourth term in 2016. Chris Gibson has a Ph.D. in government from Cornell and is now a visiting professor at Williams College. You're a graduate of Siena, earning a bachelor's degree there in 1986, I believe it was. Did you ever think you'd be appointed president? <laughs> no, uh, in a word. Uh, in fact, even as the chairman of the board, John Murray, was introducing me, I, you know, it was it was kind of a surreal moment. I'm, you know, I just walked out, uh, got up on the stage. I'm surveying the landscape there, seeing all the folks there, and including some professors who were there when I was a student. And, uh, you know, thinking to myself, this is an interesting scene. And then, you know, then having that epiphany, like, oh, my gosh, it's me. You know? <laughs> now, you know, I mean, there's the, this uh, it's, it's very, very surprising development. Anybody who's known me all my life, uh, you know, especially if they knew me when I was like, you know, five, six, seven years old, uh, the idea that at some point in my life I'd be a college uh, president. I mean, I'm sure that my high school buddies, uh, many of whom I'm still dear friends with, uh, they're having a good laugh about it. But, uh, you know, it's an amazing uh, opportunity. It's a tremendous privilege and an honor. And I'm so excited. I have to tell you, of all the, the jobs uh, that I've had this anticipation of starting, uh, this one calls to me most. And really, I'm, I'm so incredibly excited about it. You succeed interim president Margaret Madden, who stepped forward to administer Siena after its last permanent president, Brother Ed Coughlin, died. You are the first permanent Siena president, or will be, who is not either a Franciscan father or brother, as I understand it. Uh, how does how does that change the equation for you, uh, b- becoming a president and being a president who's different from the other presidents they've had. So, you know, first of all, uh, you know, I knew Brother Ed. I was uh, I was there at his installment ceremony back in 2015. I had the privilege of uh, the ability to speak uh, for a few minutes uh, as he was being installed. And, uh, you know, you, you only had to be around Brother Ed for a short period of time to really appreciate the fact that uh, he had such a spirit and such a presence about him. Uh, he, 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 the Holy Spirit was, was within him, and he really uplifted people everywhere that he came in contact with. And it was, uh, it was a tragic loss for our community, and his legacy lives on. And so, yeah, those are huge shoes to fill, uh, I'm incredibly uh, proud of Maggie, uh, the, the character and the compassion that uh, she has led with, and she has our utmost respect and admiration for this period of transition, and very excited that she's going to stay on at Siena College, and we'll be working together. 
and is I prepare to assume the presidency, as you point out, I mean, this is a very important transition. Uh, we are a Franciscan we are a Franciscan college. We're a Franciscan community, and so that will always stay front and center. And, uh, you know, we have uh, Father Mark Reamer. Uh, he is our vice president for mission. And so we have somebody who has that leadership responsibility uh, of keeping this, uh, our heritage, uh, all the values that come uh, by way of the Franciscan tradition, keeping that front and center. But, of course, my responsibility as president is to uh, is to lead by example and and really uh, every day be inspired by St. Francis because, you know, when we talk about Franciscan values, it really starts with the life that St. Francis led. It was tr- it was truly extraordinary. I mean, here's a here's a guy who was born into considerable privilege. Uh, he was heading towards a life of nobility, and part of that included being a commander of troops. So he was a soldier for a period of time, St. Francis. And, you know, the life-changing event that he had is while leading his troops, he was captured, and he was a prisoner of war, and so he was in captivity for a little over a year, and in that period, he went into a deep depression. And even after he was uh, released and he came back to his community, he could not seem to shake this. He couldn't come out of this depression. It was only when he made a choice to serve others. He had an opportunity. It was... uh, it, it really was an incredible opportunity. He didn't know it was coming, but he had a chance to, to serve, to help somebody else. And the, the intrinsic reward he got overwhelmed him, and he felt this, this presence of the Lord, and that is what he found to be his calling. And so for a period of time, he did this as a layperson. He, mm-hmm. he wasn't even ordained as a priest. He was just somebody who was filled with the Holy Spirit. Uh, and, you know, focused his life, even with all his background, on serving others. Eventually he is ordained, and, you know, St. Francis gives—there's so much that we learn about St. Francis uh, at Siena. We learn about his love of beauty, his love of everything uh, that, that God has created, uh, his, uh, his work towards peace among people. Uh, but, you know, what it means for us at Siena— it really starts with this personal relationship with God, and then it radiates out into everything we do, and it's really transformative. And so where this ties with the liberal arts education, which is a part of our mission at Siena College, is you know, we, we focus on whole person development at Siena College. Whole person development, absolutely the intellectual side, that's, that's a, a very readily apparent um, you know, mission that comes with the liberal arts requirement. Uh, but it's more than just the intellectual development. It's also the physical development. It's the moral, ethical development of our students. It's the religious development of our students. And it's the spiritual development of our students. And all this comes by way of St. Francis's personal example. And we believe that at the end of this process, our graduates, when they commence, they're prepared. They, they're imbued with Franciscan values, and they're prepared to lead in their chosen field. And so we're very proud of this tradition. It works. I mean, look, I'm a product of this. It, it had such a transformative effect on me. It helped me throughout my 29-year military career. It helped me in my time in Congress to provide focus uh, and discipline to my everyday activities. And it's and it's continued mm-hmm. to help me now in this, in this latest instantiation 
uh, as a professor at Williams College. And so, you know, this is my responsibility mm-hmm. now, as I assume the presidency is to work uh, in unity with the friars. We still are very blessed to have such a tremendous presence, uh, tremendous. I mean that in a qualitative sense, because the numbers are down from when I was there in the 1980s. But, you know, we have, uh, you know, over a dozen, about 15 or so very active friars on campus, and they make a huge Mm -hmm. difference in the lives of our students and our entire community. When you were appointed Siena president, you said, uh, we don't treat each other right in this country right now. And I believe said that Franciscan values could help that situation. Can you explain that? Well, yeah, Bob. I mean, look, uh, in our country, we have always been proud of really the, the freedom of speech, the diversity of thought, the variegated views that Americans have. Uh, you know, this is this is part of what it means to be an American. Is we, we believe in spirited debate, and we have a process by which that we can you know, find resolution in the differences that we have. What's different about this period uh, and earlier periods in history, in my in my view, is, first of all, it's it's really the first time that we've, in a very serious way, questioned the institutions we have. If you think about the 1960s, I mean, there was widespread uh, um, disagreement and even upheaval. But if you looked at the public opinion polling, there was still strong um, – faith in American institutions, the courts, the media, the Congress, the presidency. People had concerns, deep concerns about who occupied those offices, but we really believed in our institutions. And if you look at today, I mean, you look at the public opinion polling, other than the military, we've come to really question all of our institutions, the bedrock of our republic, including, quite frankly, the church is another one of the institutions Mm -hmm. that has flagged in public opinion. So that's the first thing. The second dimension of this is the way that we interact, the way we treat each other. That's the, you know, the quote that you're pulling from in my remarks at the, at the announcement is the fact that, uh, you know, we've always had these disagreements, but we've generally treated each other with civility so that, you know, we can disagree agreeably. We, we can find a way at the end of the day, even to be friends with people we disagree with. And I think that, in part because of the advent of the information age, and now we have the uh, the prevalence of social media, uh, you know, we see this phenomenon where people are just constantly insulting each other, and rather focusing in on the substance of our disagreements, the policy aspects of our disagreement. We immediately will we'll move towards the ad hominem abusive. You know, mm-hmm. it's not about the differences we have. It's the fact that somebody's evil or the fact that somebody has malintent or the fact that they're diminished and one either physically, in some cases, some of these, uh, these disparaging remarks or that their character is, is such that. So, you know, all of this has not been helpful. This is what I'm talking about, the way that we treat each other. It, it, look, you only have to turn on the news for two minutes and you can see this if you want to just mm-hmm. you know take a look at twitter and you'll see that this is just commonplace and it's not good for us and that's where i'm saying that i think that the answer to the problems that we're having both the faith in institutions and the way we treat each other you know the i think the answer is you know, well uh, more graduates from places like siena college and that's what calls to me um you know bob as you mentioned in the introduction i i've spent time in the military i've spent time in congress i care deeply about this exceptional way of life. I believe in our country and in our people. I think the best way that I can help us going forward is to 
to take on these duties at Siena where I can help uh, Im- imbue Franciscan values and help our in conjunction with our amazing faculty yes. to uh, prepare the next generation of leaders for our we, country. We had the pleasure of having a, a brother Ed Coglin on this program back in 2017 when the college had fairly recently adopted a five-year strategic plan, Tradition Transformed. Is that plan still in effect? It is, Bob, and uh, I like it a lot. Uh, look, we still have two more years left in this strategic plan. I think it's absolutely the right arc for Siena College, where we're really dialing in on academic excellence, uh, building on what Brother Ed has done. He, uh, you know, he and the whole team, uh, the faculty and staff, had uh, created eight new programs. Uh, we're working on uh, seeing those reach their potential, and so that continues. Uh, we're working on institutional excellence ways that we have where we have 3,200 students, uh, 3,100 undergrad, 100 graduate. Uh, we have about 800 on faculty and staff, and we're constantly looking at ways that we can fully develop our faculty and staff to reach their God-given potential. Mm-hmm. And as part of that strategic plan, we're looking at ways to communicate who we are to broader America. And, you know, that that means we're into, in some respects, branding. And so that's what we want to do is, is is really communicate effectively to audiences what we're all about, the, the kind of high quality graduates that we produce and, and what that means for for businesses, for not for profits, for government uh, realm. And so that's part of what I'm excited mm-hmm. to do, given my background. I believe I'm in a strong position to help Sienna. And so, you know, when you think about, you know, what is it that the Sienna's uh, record to date? Well, if you just look around the Capital District, you see that we're doing especially well. A lot of the leaders in uh, in the Capital District are Sienna graduates, mm-hmm. and I believe that our model uh, has it, it, it has it can travel. I mean, yeah. I think that once people across the state, in the region, and in fact the country come to better understand what Sienna is all about, the graduates we produce. Uh, I, I believe you're going to see more applications come from throughout the country. Uh, as I mentioned at right. the announcement, I think we're heading to top tier. Do you so think I that think is an Do you think that is an issue for the school right now that you are very well known in the capital district, but not so much around the country? Not an issue. But what I do think is 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 that it, we have untapped potential. Uh, look, the the college right now is flourishing, but we believe there's more potential. And that's why I think this strategic plan provides the arc for us to reach that potential. Uh, I'm excited to do that. I've already begun this process. In fact, you know, to some degree, this, uh, you know, this interview is part of it. It's part of a a very uh, aggressive posture when it comes to public relations about talking about who we are, Mm -hmm. uh, the the Siena Saints, and what we offer. And so I look forward to to reaching out uh, in in a personal sense, being in audiences uh, far and wide, places places that have not known about Siena College, but also using a uh, media platform to bring our message. How important are Siena's sports programs to enrollment, fundraising, especially men's Division I uh, basketball? Well, look, it is. Uh, I, I want to put this in the proper context, though. You know, we have 17 uh, NCAA Division One teams at Siena College, uh, seven men, 10 uh, women, and I'm enormously proud of all of them. And I look, I mentioned at the outset of our interview that you know, physical development is part of whole person development, intellectual, physical, moral, ethical, religious, and spiritual. About 11% of our student body is part of 
this uh, NCAA Division One program. So they this has direct impact on their physical development, but also their example, because you know our student athletes are well, they, they excel in the classroom. They're very charitable with their with their off time. I mean, they, they do events all as you've seen, Bob, all throughout the Capital District, uh, bringing the Franciscan tradition and message far and wide, including to places of uh, the socioeconomically challenged, and they're looking to make a positive difference. So there is all that. And then directly related to your question, uh, when our teams do well and get national exposure on ESPN and CBS and these places, uh, it actually opens the door and allows for nationwide audiences to learn about Sienna. So we're excited about the the future arc of our athletics program. Look, I mean, it's no secret. I'm a pretty competitive guy. Uh, and uh, look, I've always taken my responsibility seriously. I don't take myself seriously, but I do take my responsibility mm-hmm. seriously. And as a commander, I never lost a battle to Al Qaeda. And in politics, the six years uh, that I was uh, that I was in politics, I never lost an election. So yeah, I want our programs to be successful. We want to win, and our teams want to win. And we want to do it in a way that's consistent with our Franciscan values, and we believe that when we put that all together, that's also going to help us bring mm-hmm. our message uh, nationwide. Chris Gibson uh, joins us, the newly appointed president of Siena College. He takes office in July. Is there any sense that you're being president of this uh of what you seem to be describing as a vibrant college in the Capital District, could possibly be a platform for a future political campaign for you? Bob, I am entirely focused on my duties. I'm finishing up. I'm looking to finish strong at Williams College. I've had the great privilege to be there the last three years. I have a full load, teaching load at this semester. Uh, At the same time now, I've begun the transition to Siena College. I've signed a five-year contract. That has my uh, complete and utter focus, and that's where I'm going to be. My service uh, to our students and to our faculty and community uh, really demands that, and they're going to get it. The um, enrollment at at Siena, what percentage are are Roman Catholic? Well, look, it it is a significant portion of the the student body, but look, all faiths are represented at Siena College. And the important piece here is, I believe, and and I believe it's widely held, that the Franciscan values actually transcend. When you talk about person-centered, when you talk about treating everybody with dignity and respect, think about the life that St. Francis lived. When he had this conversion, when he heard the calling of Christ, what he did is he actually served in areas that a lot of... uh, uh, of communities were actually trying to ignore. I mean, he went to folks who had um, who had illnesses. He went to the socioeconomically disadvantaged, and he brought hope, and he brought uh, ministry, and he brought help uh, with others, with the connections that he had in the community. And so he really uplifted. He uplifted with his personal example, with his positive affectation, and with the resources he brought to bear. And, you know, this is this is really all about what we're about at Siena. Will you live on campus? So, look, we have a uh, we have a, a, a building uh, on campus that uh, my wife and I are going to host 
at, and you know there will be nights that when we're hosting late that we're going to be staying there. Right. And so we're very grateful for that. But uh, you know we're from Kinderhook, and that's where our home is. And so we'll be primarily residing about 20 to 25 minutes away uh, in Columbia County. But we have a place right on campus okay. that late nights uh, that we're going to be able to stay. So my presence on campus uh, is is going to be uh, is going to be huge, and uh, and I'm I'm very grateful to the board of uh, directors uh, for not only electing me uh, to be the president, but also for providing a place where my wife and I can stay mm-hmm. and at times when we need to be on campus. Well, the best to you in this new new venture for you. Thank you, Bob. And uh, look, uh, I'm, I'm thinking about all the listeners out there, too, and sending along my best wishes. And if you are a rising senior in high school, you should be giving Sienna a look. I mean, we're, we are going to go top tier. You're going to get a high quality education. You're going to be part of this. And to the parents listening, too, uh, you may be thinking about, well, Notre Dame, Villanova or any other college. You should put Sienna right there uh, in that mix because you will absolutely, and it's been proven, you will get an amazing value for your investment in your child's future. So thank you very much, Bob, and I appreciate the opportunity. Our guest on Talk of the Town was Chris Gibson, the newly appointed president of Sienna College in Loudonville, New York. Talk of the Town was heard on Magic 590, plus 100.5, also in the North Country at 1410 and 96.9. This program will be podcast on albanymagic.com and bobcudmore.com. I'm Bob Cudmore.